Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 18 of Radio What Happened. I'm Terry Bettis with my podcast partner, Jim Christofferson. Thanks, Terry. No guests this week, but some great guests are coming up. On our next podcast, we'll talk with a guy who was the producer and director of a movie, a motion picture called I Am What I Play, which is a movie about disc jockeys. That's right. Roger King will be our guest on the next program, episode 19. Roger actually wrote to us and said some nice things about our podcast, which was nice to hear. Plus, he sent us a YouTube link to a trailer for the movie, which we will be very happy to play for you in just a minute. Yeah, that's exciting. I mean, really exciting. That's our next podcast. Then the following podcast will be the guy who we lined up about a month ago. He's had a couple of things come up that have forced us to postpone the interview, but it will be coming up. It's the great Stan Webb, one of the founders of Clear Channel Communication. That'll be two episodes from now, episode 20. We'll also take a look at our mailbag, which is getting larger and larger every week. We'll have all of that and more after this word from our commercial announcer. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Ed's Solar Powered Sundial. Yes, just put your sundial out in the sun for a few hours and watch the time change right before your very eyes. Some assembly is required. Terry, I got to tell you, that Ed, he's something, isn't he, old Ed? He is an entrepreneur. I do want a a solar-powered sundial for Christmas, so if you want to put that on on your list for me. Well, before we check the old mailbag, let's play that movie trailer for I Am What I Play, which was produced and directed by Roger King, who will be on our next podcast. You bet. Uh, Let me just give you a little bit of background first. Roger, again, wrote us... Uh, an email from a couple of podcasts ago and said we might be interested uh, in listening to the trailer for this movie and it's called I Am What I Play and I think this could be one of the most interesting interviews we have done on our podcast. Very few DJs are uh, popular enough, um, brave enough, to say, I'm playing what I want to play. And that's all I'm playing. And I think you'll hear uh, in this, the, the honesty of these people that, that basically said, if I can't play what I want to play, I ain't playing nothing. Hmm. So here's the clip from the movie, I Am What I Play. The car radio was on and the DJ was going on and I just blurted out, you know, 12 or 13 year old, that's what I want to be. No broadcaster has crammed as many pioneering achievements into one lifetime. greatest radio personality to ever come out of Boston. Meg is unbelievable. Meg, I always considered the best female disc jockey I ever heard. Pat O'Day put Seattle on the musical map. One night I just brought my own 45s here. I would combine 
Peggy Lee's Fever with Shostakovich. Ramones to Tony Bennett. I started playing them. It was the beauty of Freeform. And the reason that you have that revenue is because of the music we play. We just found out Ron Reagan has cancer. So uh, I go on the radio and I go, hey, there must be a God. Reagan's got cancer. Average quarter hour ratings are going down. A salesman. They've got 50 million listeners. Salesman. And Meg didn't care. But I have no freedom. I don't think you're going to be happy here. I said, not playing this music. He said, you're fired. We immediately went on strike. I cannot play the corporate game they play. It wasn't a shift, it was a show. I had the courage to say, can I do what I want to do? <laughs> My goodness, that is going to be some great show, isn't it? It will. I'm, I'm really interested to find out uh, what he learned about DJs while he was filming and producing that movie. Now, what about the mailbag? Well, here's an email from Dave B. who says, great program, love the air checks and the guests. Why don't you talk to the person who created the Facebook group entitled, I was a DJ when DJs jockey discs, and I don't mean CDs, which is a great idea. I think I'll uh, try to research that. Yeah, I am actually a member of that group and have been for um, quite a while. Uh, it helped uh, us come up with the idea for this podcast actually but thanks for the comments dave and speaking of air checks it's time to hear another one we've done several from here in the states but we thought it might be interesting to hear something from across the pond specifically radio london is what we're referring to on this program and thought it might be interesting to hear how they did it back in 1967 Juicy fruit chewing gum in the bright yellow packet, sixpence. Juicy fruit adds to your fun. That is gorgeous, isn't it? Number eight this week, Paul and Barry Ron, and a number called Claire. Many thanks to Paul K for the latest world news. Welcome back, everyone, to what for me is rather the sad part of the show because I've only got 25 minutes left with you on wonderful Radio London. Oh, goodness me, the time, the second hand, I can see it kind of dashing around the clock right now. So I better tell you about um, photographics and Bell and Howell equipment, shall I? Get the picture. Hey, just because this is the last 25 minutes, there's nothing to think I don't need musical backing there. Ah, oh, Dave, thank you very much, sir. You've got to keep your eye on it, you know. Oh, dear. Get the picture with the new Bell and Howell Autoload 340 camera. Simple and completely foolproof, the drop-in cartridge loads in an instant. Go big game hunting with the Autoload 340 this year. Capture mum on the beach. Well, somebody should, shouldn't they? Shoot sis in the pool and show dad in his usual doldrums. The right exposure each time, even with flash. Now, it's all automatic for the picture of a lifetime. Get the new Bell and Howell Autoload 340 for just 90 Guinness. See your local camera dealer today. And a well-stocked bar for the clamouring multitude in addition to refreshments for those stricken by hunger. 
this Saturday night for a uniquely exciting experience at the Nautilus Club in Lowestoft. And playing live this evening, Errol Dixon Band plus a supporting group. The Tony Blackburn Show. You are riding high. 23 and a half big old minutes to 9 o'clock on the Dum Dum Show between 9 and 12 this morning. 28 this week from the Herman and the Hermits. It's called Museum. Number 28 this week, Herman and the Hermits, and a number called Museum. Good record, that one, isn't it? 19, no, I lie. Oh, my goodness gracious. 21 minutes now to 9 o'clock in the dum-dum time. When I first joined Radio London, which was uh, a year ago to this month, I do believe, um, the first people I said hello to over Radio London were some people who had been uh, writing to me when I had to go into hospital just before I joined London last year. Barbara Hadler, Hazel Barnes and Anne Skinner. This is especially for you, OK? The record coming up next. Tell you what, girls, we'll dedicate this T-shirt commercial to you. Very dramatic. Ladies and gentlemen, whoever you are, whatever you are planning for entertainment, don't fail to see and wear in flaming black and white one of the most exciting experiences of a lifetime. W-R. This weekend, where the action is... Right here on Big L, the nation's number one. 18 and a half minutes to 9 o'clock, and the time has come for me to play my last Revive 45. And if you'll excuse me, I shall play one of my own records. This was my last record in action back. Green Light. Well, there it is. I thought I'd like to sing for you on my last show. Revive 45, a golden oldie, or a, I don't know what you call it, really. <laughs> That's called Green Light, uh, my last record. And uh, a lot of you have written in... Well, my mum wrote in and said, when are you going to make another one? Well, uh, I shall be making another record very, very shortly indeed. 15 and three quarter minutes to nine o'clock in the Dum Dum Hour of Nine. And from now till nine o'clock, I'd like to present to you some of the music which I love. First of all, Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder, that beautiful Tamla sound for you, and it's called I Was Made to Love. And number nine this week in our fair 40, 13 and a half big L minutes to nine o'clock. Cake number seven for immediate embarkation. Peter Stuyvesant, so much more to enjoy. This is for now girls who want what's up in fashion but down in price. Now Radio London bring you the Big L Fashion Club. Membership to the club costs only five shillings. And for this, you'll receive regular news of the latest and greatest in clothes, cosmetics and accessories. But now it's 11 and three quarter minutes to nine o'clock. And uh, this is indeed, really, at this time, a very, very sad moment for me. Because, of course, it doesn't mean for me uh, the leaving disc jockey or anything like that. Very good, thank you to all the disc jockeys on the ship who've uh, made it so very pleasant for me out here. Had a wonderful year. The Four Tops and Where Did You Go? Where Did You Go? And that, of course, comes from The Four Tops. So I'm bringing you music now that, uh, well, Tamla Motown, because this is the music that I've tried to bring you over the last year, and I think this is knockout music, and uh, I guess a lot of you kind of think the same as well. Eight minutes to nine o'clock, and I'm... Six and a half minutes to nine o'clock. The Temptations now with a beautiful sound. It's called Since I Lost My Baby.
Since I lost my baby there, the sound of the temptations. Four and a quarter minutes to nine o'clock. Hanging vinyl wallpaper? Well, forget all those glues that cost a bomb and ask for new Tecna wallpaper paste. It's cheaper. Morning. Alrighty, and I think I'll play out with my theme, okay? We'll have the whole theme. Wow, that's that's fascinating. A, a nice trip back in time. Um, thanks to Dave B for that suggestion. Uh, speaking of Facebook, as we mentioned earlier, I had an interesting friend invite. A couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that we have seven listeners in France, and I made the offhand remark that of the two hosts of this podcast, I was the only one who could have a long-distance romance with a beautiful mademoiselle. I'll be darned if one of our one of our listeners didn't reach out. So I'm not suggesting at all that she's interested in a long-distance romance, but hey, it's nice to get a response. I'm actually speechless. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that, Jim. Well, thank you. Thank you. But you're right. If you'd like to reach out with an email to Jim or myself, send it to radio what happened at gmail.com. Once again, that's radio what happened at gmail.com. I'll have to do a second podcast titled Dad, What Happened and have my kids uh, on that. Anyhow, Terry, it's also the time of the year when Nielsen releases the ratings of every radio station in the cities that they cover. To be honest, we'd love to give you the latest results, but I'm not sure of the legality. I know there are several national trade periodicals that release the ratings of radio stations that are Nielsen subscribers, and even some newspapers used to print the ratings, which obviously meant that people in their market we're interested in hearing about them. But before we give out any data, I'll check with the powers that be at Nielsen to make sure we don't get sued. But it's interesting to see which formats are doing well today and which formats are starting to fail. You know, I think that's interesting. And you and I were talking before we started recording today's podcast. And uh, I think we both noticed some trends in the latest ratings. Yeah, for the last couple of years, a format called Classic Hits has done very well. That's kind of the modern day equivalent to the oldies format from the 80s. I'm sure everybody that listens to this program remembers that oldies format. It featured Elvis, the Beach Boys, the Beatles, Elton John, and many more. Classic Rock today is also doing well, and those are artists from the 70s and 80s. The old Top 40 format that has many different iterations today, so their numbers have fragmented, but the format still does very well, especially when you kind of group them all together. And do you remember how popular country mu music was back in the 90s? Yeah, it's not that popular as, as, as it was back then, but it still does very, very well. And as you would expect, this close to a barn burner of a presidential election, news talk stations do very, very well. Yeah, and of course, podcasting continues to grow every week. That's right. As of July 31st, there were an estimated one million podcasts which only goes to show you how important audio is to all of us. Yeah, the, the, the uh, conversation about the ratings is uh, really important. I, I noticed how many markets across the country 
where classic hits and classic rock was in the top two or three, basically in every market. And I did notice that country formats uh, did not show up as often as I thought it would. So I think you're exactly right. It's it, maybe it's not quite as popular from a listening standpoint uh, with commercial radio as it was back then. But it's a it's an interesting um, uh, conversation. I think most of those numbers were 12 plus. Yes, yes, they are. So, yeah. so you know, we're not diving into a certain demographic. We're talking about overall listening which uh, advertisers don't care for 12 plus numbers because they want to dive into the specifics, but just as an overall classic hits, classic rock doing very well in today's radio, commercial radio. Absolutely. So there you have it. Episode 18. Here's how to get in touch with us. If you have an air check or an item that you'd like to share, send an email to radio what happened at gmail.com or look us up on Spotify or iTunes and coming soon, Amazon. And join us again next time when we ask the question. Radio, what happened?